The night was as still as her grandmother's corpse. Ko silenced her breathing. The grass was an extension of her feet. No sound. She moved like silk. Silky hair flowing down grandmother's back, black as fear. The wall hardly slowed her down. Five footholds up, a simple hop down. She could scale it in her dreams. In fact, she had. That's why she was certain she wouldn't fail. Her feet fell soundless when she landed on the other side, crouching now. They kept the grass cut low here. No bushes for hiding, no undergrowth for shelter. A sprint across the impeccably cut lawn, still breathing evenly when she reached the building. She could run ten kilometers in that dreamless state between sleep and awake, she had on several occasions. But this was different. She wasn't drowsy tonight, even though she had only dozed off and on for the past week, short snippets of sleep that stole away her consciousness, but never her alertness. Even her dream energy was spent rehearsing the route, reciting her instructions, visualizing the goal, visualizing victory. For Ko, there was no other option. The patrol car chugged by, wheezing like an invalid. Ko crouched at the bottom of a tree trunk and waited. She couldn't afford to rush. There was no fear. Funny, she thought she'd have been at least a little afraid. The vehicle passed, leaving only the stale stench of diesel fuel and exhaust. Ko swallowed down a cough. An automatic reflex could botch everything. She clenched her throat muscles so her body wouldn't betray her. The patrol car would return in another five and a half minutes. Still, there was no rush. She would take her time, relish the aroma of conquest. Even the air tasted different here. She had allotted herself a full minute to climb the tree, but reached the top with fifteen seconds to spare, give or take. She still wore the watch Ryuk gave her, but she didn't need to check it. Time was measured by the reliable rhythm of her heart. Even when she transferred her weight to the narrow ledge outside the third-story window, her pulse only increased by a small fraction. Death waited below if she fell, but her balance was as steady as if she had been perching precariously on window projections her entire life a creak from inside. Intel was 80% certain she was outside the bedroom of a mid-level staffer, but who could guarantee? Room assignments changed without warning, sometimes on a nightly basis. Who would she meet once she was inside? It didn't matter. She was ready. Wasn't she? She took out the glass cutters, steady hands, Strong. Interesting how much you could learn a lot about people by their hands. Like Ryuk's. Veins popping up like blue ridges. Nails always trimmed until no whites showed. Fingers fat but dexterous. Fingers that could gouge out a man's eyes. Hands that could snap your neck. There wasn't time to keep thinking about him. Not now.